0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Kaushal Dayani from Salespin, co-hosted by Rahul Vadwa. And today, we are very excited to talk about a guest on our show. He was one of the first employees of Whatfix and has been scaling the company for the last six, six and a half years. Every year he has been doing that, he has been overachieving his quotas by about 200 to 220%. Wow! Every year he has been doing that, he has been getting a promotion in that company and it was so, so much fun to have this episode with him where he shared his stories um what he likes to do outside work how he scaled his own career in that organization and how he is helping the world one day at a time by building the sales team the dream sales team in this organization ladies and gentlemen please join me in welcoming Prakash jain hey everyone welcome to the eighth episode of salespin featuring rahul vado as the co-host and today we have a very very special guest he is a senior director of global sales at Watfix Prakashan. Rahul Sehaj Prakashan, and please let's welcome him with a big round of applause since we are doing this on video. Hi,
1: Prakashan. Thanks a lot, mm-hmm. guys, for. I think it's it's more, much more effective when we did this in person because at that time we could actually keep this a secret as well, and we we could actually play the music at the background and you know say hey you know yeah, what? and you would walk in, but yeah.
2: Ed, welcome is missing. I agree, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> but uh, I would. Uh, i would like to talk a bit about prakhar like let's say uh, you know give a small introduction about him before we actually start this episode so yeah. uh, it, it was pretty interesting to know prakhar we we actually had a catch up before this uh, episode started and uh, prakhar told us a bit about himself what he does outside his work as and it was great to know that he's a he's a traveler he loves to travel and he was actually one of the first employees of Watfix. yes and that's that's uh, that's not just the reason for him growing so fast i mean in the last Almost seven years, he has grown exponentially, and I think uh, within WhatFix itself, uh, he has been in about like what, six roles, and and you know in in six roles in six and a half years, he is now the senior director of global sales. Prakhar, it was amazing to see how well you have grown within the organization, and today in this episode, we'll we'll definitely talk about it, and and the topic for today's episode is. Um, how do SDRs or, or how are SDRs uh, uh, groomed and how they grow up uh, in, within the organization to be the A's uh, within the company, right? So we'll talk more about this and uh, Rahul, would you like to talk more about this topic?
1: Sure, thank you, prakar uh, Thank you, Prasheel. So I think it's going to be a very interesting topic and I can say that with full confidence this is probably going to be the most viewed video, like for us, And I'm not saying most viewed video on YouTube or internet. Because one, of course, because of prakar uh, he has a large following. He has a large following than me. In case Koshal, you're wondering, uh, I'm sure uh, there there were a lot of people, you know, who actually commented. I think when we had released the first video, that he should be on, uh, as a, he should be on the show as a guest. So I think that was no brainer. Like I said, uh, today's topic is interesting because I think I've, I've been dealt with that side. Uh, I, I deal with that side almost on a daily basis, where my SDRs would come to me and say, "Hey, Rahul, I want to become an AE. And I said, okay, why? And uh, they would most of the time they would not have a reason. If they had a reason, the reason would be like sometimes superficial, or it would be on the lines of, uh, hey, I want to make more money because that's that's what that's how a role is kind of perceived. And I think I would let Packer maybe talk and maybe throw more light on that as to how he has dealt with those problems. How does he see this as a uh, how, how? What's the solution he has? And we will be gonna probably dive into that later. Back over to you. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys have chosen
2: a very interesting topic. Uh, it's close to me as well because it happens quite a lot uh, You know, in the SDR role. Uh, there's so many things that an SDR is doing on a daily basis and it's always about the grass being greener on the other side. As sure. an SDR, I remember my SDR days when I started, uh, of course I was doing end-to-end, but in a lot of ways it was always like, hey, this AE sits in a week, takes two meetings and makes much more money than I do. I'm freaking dialing 100 calls a day and I can do that thing, what these guys do. So why not? And it would, you know, come up quite often in your head uh, of why am I not on the other side? I think it's very interesting. And I mean, the SDRs are bound to feel that way also because uh, it seems like a natural career progression for them, you know, when they look at an organization and how typical orgs are structured. Uh, So it's interesting. We'll definitely deep dive into this in terms of what an SDR needs because, there's so much on the SDR side that you're doing, but there's so much more to enable that we can deep, deep dive into uh, from a skills perspective as well.
0: Nice.
1: Any I, thoughts I, I see, or, and Marshall that you guys want to add?: uh, I think uh, I think uh, you would probably be the right person than me to talk about it, and I'll tell you why. So I can only give them, I can give SDR, let's say, my perspective as to how I think, you know, they should be looking at AE role, but since you have been there, since you manage a team of AEs, uh, you hire a lot of AEs, uh, and you have seen other people growing from SDR to AE role, I'm sure you have, I know Francis, for example, uh, Raghavendra, right, in, in fix have grown from SDR to what, uh, sorry, AE role. So I think you would probably have better perspective than me to talk about this. However, I will give you, I will definitely talk about my perspective, but I think you will have more idea in terms of like, what are the things you should look for? How, how should companies maybe, uh, nurture SDRs to, you know, uh, make them a, eventually promote them to A positions.
2: Yeah. Very valid question. So think of it as this, let's actually list down some of the SDR skills on what SDRs do on a daily basis. I think. The SDR or slash PDR, let's call them XDRs. You know, it's outbound and inbound both. It's a high volume, high velocity role. Okay. But the role is transactional. Whether you're making 100 dials a day or you are qualifying 100 leads a day, in both cases, it's transactional. And the idea is to get the person on one call, basically get the requirement out and move on. Okay. Now, it's a lot, your success is a lot dependent on yourself as an individual, on how much learning you have. Uh, how you are basically able to qualify the call, how many dials do you make, what hygiene do you have, how persistent you are, what's your perseverance skills, all of those things, right? If you look at the AE world, it's so, so different. I mean, your listening skills have to go up a notch in a different way, because here it's just about that 30 minutes. In a reality world, if you're selling enterprise deals, it's six to eight months now that you're talking. It's a very, very consultative sales process. On a qualification call, think of it as that you're qualifying one individual. In a sales cycle, as an A, you would be multi-threading a deal. You would be talking to multiple decision makers, getting their psychological as well as personal motivation out on what appeals to them and why do they want to buy. So the same deal that was a 30 minutes, 40 minutes call is now being converted into 10, 30, 40 minutes call just from a qualification or a discovery perspective. And then there is so much more to the process where you work on negotiation skills. You work on closing skills. You have to drive POCs. You have to work and collaborate with so many interdepartmental teams, like a CSM, to understand a mm-hmm. use cases on the customer success side. Pre-sales team, we would help you build a POC. There's just so much more to it. So what you're saying
1: is, uh, even though uh, it might feel to an SDR, especially when you're talking about you, I'm talking about all the SDRs, uh, that the grass is greener, and could, there could be a possibility that, you know, grass is greener, but at the same time, uh, what, what uh, a lot of SDRs, XDRs, for example, do not understand is that there is a different skill set which is totally required. At the same time, in, in let's say, if I'm an SDR and if I'm speaking to one person, let's say, whom I know is definitely the right POC, right? Right person to get the meeting, right? This is maker. If I speak to him once, or even if I don't speak to him once, there are times when you are able to qualify, let's say, a prospect or the or the email or LinkedIn, right? I will be able to pass that on. I will be able to meet certain certain percentage of my quota. While that might not be the case with you, even after you have talked to so many people. So even that, let's say, sometimes, you know, uh, as we understand now, as for the latest stats, there are like six to seven or maybe more, Decision makers involved in one deal. In your case, since you're targeting enterprise, there might be even more. So if you, let's say, end up not talking to one that key decision maker who might have been a big influencer you might lose the entire deal and lose the entire effort which you have been uh, putting on like for the last, I don't know, 10 10 odd hours like you said.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think, see, think of it as this. Uh, so again, these roles are very different in themselves. You know, SDR role, the focus in the KRAs are tied towards generating volume. It's the top of the funnel. Yes. Okay, and ultimately, it trickles down to the bottom of the funnel where things would start trickling to drops. So what you're filling in, with, uh, you know, a massive bucket at the top is now trickling down to drops on what ultimately closes. So the AE's job is to move things through that funnel and get those drops in. And that's the entire revenue of the company. So like you rightly said, the effort goes on a lot of deals, but a typical industry benchmark or a conversion is always between 15 to 20% is what you close. So you'll close one out of six or one out of five deals in general as an AE. But the skill sets to get there is all of what we discussed now the reason I'm actually stating that is it's not like SDR shouldn't move to an AE but there is a readiness parameter that is needed as well sometimes SDRs are too quick to judge themselves you know other companies in the market are always giving them and offering them AE roles but if you look at some of the reports in the industry there is a certain time period that's needed to be spent as an SDR because only then you feel that you have got enough experience to be ready to be uh, moved as an AE and do more because of all the parameters and it's also about the experience that you have gained with time. It only comes when you have done a certain amount.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very relatable what you said. Like every word that you said in the last three sentences was so relatable. And, and that's where my question comes in. You know, And I really like, uh, personally, I want to know the answer to this. Now, <clears throat> I'll, I'll be upfront about it. And I'll be uh, honest about it when I say this i don't agree to one part uh, that uh, you guys were dis- discussing which is uh, you know this is the, uh, the, you need to spend some time then you then you you know uh, move to that role the readiness matters and everything but like when you deep dive into things uh, if i have to give you a, a view of what i see every day okay i want a solution to that i have a team of sdrs like we we all are working as uh, sdrs and obviously everybody like there are be- so i am new to this organization but like there are people who are working before uh, before I joined for like a year or two, something like that, right? So they're eyeing for that uh, promotion, they're eyeing for that growth, right? Now, what I don't understand is uh, the readiness that you talk about when you move from an SDR to, to an AE role, that readiness should include product knowledge for sure, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yep, absolutely.
0: Yes, because uh, I, I have I've, I've heard that you should be product heavy when you need to move to that A role, when you need to close deals, yeah. because you'll be coordinating with a lot of people, the solution architects, the, the technical people, and, and then you are ready for that role. But as an SDR, you don't really get that kind of exposure or uh, time to study that product so much because you are already handling so much volume of leads coming in. Um, so basically, what my team is doing, they are actually doing something additional apart from what they are responsible for, right? So apart from the vo- handling the volume, setting up, uh, qualifying the meetings, and setting up the calls, they are also uh, taking up additional activities like like doing product trainings for the team, um, taking up additional tasks of uh, handling uh, different types of leads, like let's say uh, e-commerce leads for the team. You know, so they are taking up the additional tasks. But what I fail to understand is. How do you get the bandwidth to do your job as an SDR, which is already so much? And then apart from that, take up those additional tasks Uh, because it definitely crosses the work hours for sure. That I'm sure like people are working beyond uh, the work hours. Do you think that is healthy in order to uh, get an SDR ready for the A role? That,
2: That is a very valid question, Kaushal. I think every SDR would get that in their heads. And your point is fully valid. I mean, when the role doesn't allow you to learn the product in depth, Should you really be doing that? And why not focus on the task at hand when there is so much to do? See, what I've always believed uh, when I was an SDR and now as a manager, uh, having a team as well, is that see the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is that little bit extra and the practice that you do. Okay, so if you want to be an A, you have to start early and start thinking about doing that extra bit. See, as an SDR, you know the product, you know the functionalities, and yes, you can handle anything that a prospect asks on the call. But as an A, you'll have to demonstrate that on the call in depth, get the objections. In a competitive landscape, you can answer questions at a high level saying yes and no and we do it and we have a lot of differentiators as an SDR. When you get to an A level, you'll have to demonstrate that in a POC and actually get that sorted. So the level of depth in all of these cases actually changes. So it's not like SDRs can't move it to an A. I mean, the whole world works like that. People transition all the time. and it's the natural career progression as well. However, what you need to do to prepare for that is very, very important. So as an SDRs, my advice would be to prepare early, Involve with your AEs on the deals. Okay? Like, don't just pass on the opportunity. Yes, time will be a crunch. I'm not saying it won't be. There will always be a time crunch, but figure out that time management piece in a way that you're able to spend some time on opportunities. A lot of times AEs won't like it. I'll be honest. AEs will be like, Hey, there's a lot going on. I don't think I want you involved in this deal. And that's okay. You study the recordings. We have so many tools and technologies at our disposal. You study deals end to end that what an AE actually did after I passed on the opportunity. Study through all the emails. Study the communication. You're see indirectly preparing yourself for everything that an AE is doing. So that readiness factor, Kaushal and Rahul, what I was mentioning is I think more than the organization, you need to judge yourself. That if I become an AE,
1: Will I be able so, to do? As well? So I'll tell you what, I think I'll probably add a couple of cents here. Uh, so I have worked with enterprise companies before. And uh, I think Kaushal, you have also worked with sort of enterprise company. And I work with like MNCs as well. So if you go to any company for the promotion criteria, the basic criteria is, uh, it's the basic criteria would be, uh, sorry, the way co- the promotion works is, it's not that, let's say, for example, Kaushal, I want to promote caution to let's say an account executive role and now I would start training him it is always that I want to look for people who are already ready and I can train them a little bit and you know make them ready for the role I want to hire for Uh, like like Paprakhar pointed out uh, you know that there are a number of tools right now you have and you don't have to be involved in the live calls I would highly I would not recommend that if you ask me and the reason is uh, most most of the calls, let's say, might uh, clash with your calling hours when you actually can get the most connects. So if you actually get involved, and in I see a lot of SDRs making this mistake because uh, and the say, uh, the second thing I want to probably add is uh, if, you, if you're if you not doing a great job as an SDR and you're looking forward to becoming an AE, think about it, right? You're actually uh, in a way setting yourself for a failure because then when you get to an AE role, you probably will, will be thinking about the next role again and not doing a great job as an SDR, as an AE. Oh, yeah, so think think, think, about, think about it that way, right? Um,
2: yeah, that's, um, so that's in fact opinion. right, Rahul. So just one comment on that point would be that, see, performance is a given. Like you have to be consistently beating your quotas, not just by like a hundred percent, but by a meaningful margin, you know, to be an AE as an SDR. And that has to be consistent. It can't be a wavy performance that, hey, in the last four quarters I've done it twice. Um, and now I'm ready for an A role. No, you're not. I mean, you will feel so, but just imagine if you don't succeed as an A, there's no coming back. You're going to be switching jobs and you're going to be switching jobs for a while, which is not good for your career. So I think that's something to think about from a readiness perspective.
1: Fair point, fair point. And I think uh, I think before this discussion, Dr. We were discussing as to how SDR sometimes kind of get agitated when they're not getting the promotion or not seeing that momentum happening in the company. And what they do is they end up Making this mistake, uh, joining a small startup or least a startup, and I'm not against. Uh, I'm not against you know people getting promoted or people moving to better roles. It is that sometimes people do this out of the, of, of the frustration. Sorry. I said,
0: of course you aren't. You aren't against it.
1: Yeah. So people sometimes you know do this out of the frustration and later realize. And I I, I know so many people who have done this. And now when they want to get back in SDR, they think it'll be like a sort of a demotion for them because now they've seen the other side. And even though they're not perfect for the role now, it's just that they're, they're at the cross point where they don't know what to do next because no other company will hire them for AE because they don't have experience. They just have the title on the papers and uh, they don't want to do the SDR role anymore because, mm-hmm. and that's something we should talk about, Parker. and this, this is probably um, something which, yeah. which we, we we face that as an Indian system. I think Kaushal and I talked about this sometime back. We have this uh, we have this stigma, right, going in the society that, you know, uh, when, when, when our relatives ask or when our parents ask, and my, my, my father would ask every time, hey, did you get a promotion? Did you get a promotion? Because for them, it's like if you're getting promoted, that means you're earning more money, that means you're getting, like, uh, more success in the society and, you know, that more respect. Uh, but I think uh, that's something I would want you to probably talk about, Parker. like, how can Uh, what would be the message, let's say, for the young SDRs? What would be the message, what you would have, let's say, for the founders or for the early stage sales managers or directors, like how can they inculcate this culture that, you know what, just because you are, let's say, moving from SDR to AE does not mean you're making more money, does not mean you have more respect.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely. I think, uh, Raul, I look at it like this. Uh, Think of it this way, that when you are actually constructing a building, the foundation has to be the strongest. Okay. The base has to be the strongest so that it can take the weight of all the other flows that you're going to be building on top. And the SDR role is that first base or the foundation. So if that's not strong enough, exactly right, Kaushal, if that's not strong enough, if that base is not good enough, then your whole building is going to be very shaky, you know, and uh, you want to make sure you're giving enough and more time to build that foundation that, uh, fundamentals are so clear and strong that you're able to do well. Yes, that stigma is there and it will be there. I mean, it is going to take a mindset change and it will take some time for it to get there. I think startups are able to change that in a big way where, you know, now five years equivalent in a startup is much higher than in a larger company, etc. So it's slowly changing. but And startups are actually giving that career progression so fast as well. It's working, but SDRs also, I think, at the same time need to understand that they really need to scale at, Uh, be skilled at what they're doing in their role then uh, you know just thinking about jumping too quick there's a right time for it and that right time is all tied to certain skill sets when you feel that okay this particular thing end-to-end is something now I am ready for mentally prepared for and I've spent enough time like you know there's a bridge report on this topic uh, that you guys would see and it just talks about what is the ideal or an average time for an SDR to move into AE. Earlier, it used to be 24 months, 24 to 28 months. It's now reduced to around 12 months, 12 to 14 months. So again, it changes, but by no means it's a standard. If you keep on overperforming by a meaningful margin, if you are setting up goals in a way that it's basically giving your team and people a run for their money, then yeah, no timing is right. There are always exceptions.
0: It's a good thing you you actually brought that up. I have an unpopular opinion and I think... uh, I mean, okay it's not my opinion but it's like uh, an opinion going around and i think it's not that popular uh, since you too are the hiring managers you can you can help me in answering this and i think a lot of our viewers would want to know this too um so what happens is the uh, so sdrs they talk amongst themselves yeah i think rahul's screen is frozen yeah uh, prakar can you hear me
2: I can, I can,
0: question. Oh, okay, so, now he's back. Uh, I hope he's back because he needs to answer this as well. Mm, I'm back. He's back, yeah. Okay, great. Um, so so, uh, tell me if this is true. Um, the A's, now they have different, uh, and SDS talk about it all the time, as I was saying. The so A's have a different uh, com structure when it comes to fixed variable and all that, and, uh, and the SDS have a, have a different com structure. So the kind of construction that AEs uh, have puts them in a position to perform and close deals, right? So that they can bring in more deals for the company. They they have to they have to literally earn their uh, part of the salary, part of the compensation, right? Because of the compensation. But a lot of SDRs also think that why not like why go that path and why not go the SDR path and become an SDR manager and then go through that route, right? Um, so I think missed your last part of the question. What do you questions. think about that? I mean, I'm mean, i not sure, uh, record, but I uh, think I missed that. A... Uh, if, if SDR's... Go ahead.
2: Is Kaushal frozen now?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think there was a lag. I think I'm not able to hear this. I'm there was the a lag. I, I missed the last part as well. Yeah, Kaushal, you need to repeat the last part of the question. So I got the part when you said okay. that you know, they there's a, say there's uh, that AEs, of course, have to justify their salary sure. because they have to bring money on the table. SDRs, on the other hand, uh, they have the different incentive structure. So yeah, I missed the last part. What was your question? Still
2: frozen? Yeah.
1: I think I need to rejoin. Maybe.
2: Yeah.
0: cautious hey, can you hear us um, sorry I think I kind of washed out I'll repeat hey, yes, yes I'll actually repeat my question I'll repeat my question so that you know that can be pulled up again in the uh, recording uh, so you know as so basically SDS talk amongst themselves and they think that uh, the A's A's job is a tough job, right? And I completely agree to this that I'm still not ready and I have to work work very hard to understand the product and, you know, the technicalities before I'm ready for that role. I myself think that and not just for the company, but uh, for my own personal growth. Now, uh, also A's have that kind of uh, uh, pressure where they have to close deals and that a lot of their comp structure is defined because of that. And, and it's not the same for SDRs. So don't you think that since you guys are the hiring managers, you would know that, with the same com structures, the, the SJS can also grow, grow through a different path, not the AE path, but they can become SDR managers and then, you know, according to the directors and accordingly, you know, go that path, not not the right path, pun intended.
2: Yeah, valid
0: question. Rahul, I think
2: you're better equipped to answer that, but I have my thoughts on sure. it as well. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. See, I think uh, one, I, I will not probably answer that question keeping the money in mind it's it's also okay. about like where my skills i believe are more aligned so for example let's say when i was in sdr of course just like everybody i would have a choice that i could become an ae and you know go down the path of uh, you know becoming a sales manager eventually and you know down the path of where Pracker is. and uh, i could probably uh, take down the path of you know managing the sdr stuff of the funnel i think it's a personal choice number one it's not motivated by money it's motivated by what i believe in what i what i see the future as uh, so, for example, when I um, when I was in SDR, and uh, Prakhar would probably agree, there were not many SDR managers in India, right? I think we all grew up. I at least grew up as an SDR, as manager, by looking at let's say Morgan, J. Ingram, because I okay, I, I realized okay, there's a there's a title called SDR manager, and I realized okay, SaaS companies would boom up, and eventually there would be need uh, of more SDRs, more SDR manager. So that's how I thought about it, and the, in, no, in no way the process, you know, the uh, you know the money was involved. To answer your question, you know, uh, there are companies, for example, companies like me, and I'm not sure about the incentive structure, let's say, about picks, but there are tons of companies where SDRs are able to make good money. I would not say maybe as, as good as, let's say, AEs, but good money, like good money for them to sustain. And there are companies which would pay pennies. So if you compare about the, and talk about the average uh, money, let's say, SDR make in India, you can stay in SDR role for a long time. And that's like that becomes, again, a personal choice whether you want to, let's say, grow yourself into the SDR manager role, or you want to probably, let's say, after two or three years, you think, okay, you know what, enough of it. Now I want to probably look at the other side and I, I want to brush my skills to become an A. Again, a personal choice.
0: So, will the SDR managers be recognized and compensated fairly as much as A's do?
1: Depends, uh, I would say, how, how, you, how you negotiate. <laughs>
0: No, I, I was talking about growing in the same organization. That's the reason why I asked that question. Yeah, let me add my thoughts to it as well, question. so, see, a definitely interesting question. Mm-hmm.
2: Think of it as this. I'll, I'll pose two scenarios in front of you. You know, first one being uh, let's say a very high-performing SDR moves to an AE role and for some reason doesn't get success. Okay, Mo- changes organization, still doesn't get success. Now, the point of the SDR's career is now that, hey, I've not been successful and at the crossroad of what I should do next. I mean, this seemed like a natural progression. So like in in Rahul's case, he realized very early. Okay. It doesn't mean that the SDR or that person is a failure. They're not. I mean, they could just go more granular in the skill sets. They were really good at and build upon it. Some people realize early, some people don't. Okay. So people have to understand what works for them exactly to Rahul's point on, can I go granular into what I'm really good at and build a career out of it? And there are enough and more opportunities right now. SaaS is booming and there will always be. On the comp side of things, absolutely. I would say, see, if a company is growing, uh, think of it as this today, let's say in a smaller company, uh, you know, you have five or 10 people, okay, slowly this company grows, you're scaling, you're getting more rounds of funding, is increasing, this team becomes 40 people, slowly it becomes hundred people. You'll need SDR managers, no way a VP sales will be able to manage. Everybody, right? You'll need directors who are specialized in their roles, just sort of making sure that people are being successful. So it's a good enough career path, maybe not five years back, maybe not when Rahul made that choice, to be honest, it, it was a very bold decision on his part to take that then. But now it's very, very clear. And he was able to sort of see and anticipate the future in terms of how things would boom, but not everybody is able to. Right now, there are opportunities for sure you can get, get compensated at a very same level and better levels. In fact, in a lot of cases.
1: Yeah, I know tons of companies, for example, Karshal, uh, I'm sure, like, if, you, if you, can, you can do a quick Google search or let's say LinkedIn search in India, finding SDR managers, you would not find a lot of them. So one, either they would be at a, uh, either they would be like a hybrid, uh, you know, where they are managing the AEs and the SDR both. And uh, early stage founders, I, I speak to a lot of them. I'm sure Prakhar would also uh, agree that all of them would need, let's say, uh, an SDR manager, maybe a senior SDR who can probably help them see set up a team and if not many people let's say take up this path yeah eventually there will be like uh, people like me you know who would be like you know what there will be like less 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 of us left like uh, like like animals right extinct
2: so kaushal just to add i know a lot of uh, sales directors who have actually done end to end sales but have moved on to just be a sdr bdr manager specialize oh, in that because you know at at, at a scale when the company is 100 people just in sales, you'll need those specialized skills just to focus on that. And a lot of people keep doing that transition and some people can take a career path from the start and some people can, you know, of course, switch mid-career. But it's a very valid role and
1: booming. Nice. Okay. Awesome time okay, for your
0: rapid fire, then. man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready for, for our rapid fire round? yeah please so uh, shoot. the rule, The rule is uh, you have to answer each question in just five seconds. There's just gonna just gonna be five five questions all right. Okay Okay, the first question is if you had six months off from your company uh, and you had to choose a country to stay in, which one would it be?
2: Uh, Switzerland
0: Switzerland okay T-shirts or shirts.
2: Oh uh, shirts. Just based on the ponch and the lockdown weight that I'm carrying, shirts. <laughs>
0: okay. Work from home or work from office? Hybrid. I- Bluetooth headsets or wired headsets? Bluetooth
1: any day. Parsha or Rahul?
0: Blue headsets or wired headsets? Question,
2: Sorry, you were I lagging. Think you were lagging. Yeah, there was lag. So I ask a question. Question I, is one. One. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Kaushal, can you hear us?
0: Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Yeah,
2: yeah. Rahul, is that a real question? Yeah, that's a real question. <laughs> and uh, I would like to this. exercise my Fifth Amendment right.
0: Not <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: fine it's fine yeah one last question if you had to go with one look throughout your life and you had to choose between rahul's look and my look which one would it be
2: yeah that's, that's a, a no tough brainer. one that's no brainer that, that's a tough one i think because, because i because i'm used to more look, looking more like rahul i would have to say rahul in this
0: <laughs> case told you no brainer <laughs> <laughs> okay and that brings us to the to the end of the rapid fire round it was great having you prakhar uh, we had a lot of fun uh, shooting this episode today um, Raul, how, how was
1: your experience did you, did you love doing this episode i think i said that before we start the video that this is going to be the most viewed uh you know video of sales spin so there's no doubt about it i think uh, it went better than expected much better than expected uh, i think as episode. as usual you know when we are doing the rehearsal we, we kind of uh, think about you know things all, all the things which could go wrong i think this time i was really concentrating on all the things which could go right and it did uh, it uh, we ended up discussing things which i did not think about like when you were, because you you brought up a lot of questions which were completely impromptu which we never prepared for that really benefited and uh, yeah i'd like probably Fakir to talk about like how how was his experience yeah really we'll say good. all the good uh, things first okay?
2: all, yeah first of all actually uh, good initiative that you guys are doing yeah i mean Indian SaaS community is still growing and I think anybody who is trying to help people out there is always awesome and it's of course not a part of our core KRAs and we don't get paid for it but it's just really good. Anybody who does it is really good. Uh, From a topic perspective I think uh, Kaushal because you have that mindset and a lot of questions on how a typical SDR would think, you brought a lot of color to the topic and uh, they were all very relevant. The SDRs would be thinking exactly that and I think that Got the discussion well. I hope the answers sort of help people. I was trying to be more actionable rather than more Gyan because they are available in blogs anyway. People can read SDR2A transition blogs and figure stuff out. But I was trying to be more around okay, what is actionable? Okay, it is hard, yes. Okay, readiness is one thing, yes, but what do I need to do?
1: So I think some of those things probably should come out. And when you was talking about when you said about the blogs, so I think uh the reason I, I'm like, I'm, I'm like a little more comfortable with video, I'll be honest, okay. If it comes to writing, I'll be like, you know, I have to think so much. I have to like, make yeah. sure it comes out right. And then like, for example, I'm sure there would be other people like me who do not want to read. I would rather sure. watch a video than reading something. So I okay. think it makes more sense. Like you said, uh, at the same time, I think this is something which I read recently. And this is, this also goes for even our show or impact any show that all of these are like little structured, right? But for example, when it comes to like this, when Kausha, let's say, brought up some question which I would not even sparing, you were not anticipating, we were not prepared, we did not tell you that this is what we're going to ask. So that, that may, may brings the natural element, which keeps it alive, which keeps it honest. In blogs, you are like too much prepared, uh, you're writing the question, keeping like one frame in, frame in mind. So I think that helps.